Welcome to the Live Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. In this week's show, I want to share with you a recent episode from a live My Brand TV. And the topic is how to onboard and integrate yourself into a new team or organization. So let me ask you this, have you ever found yourself in a new team or organization? Maybe you're feeling a sense of distrust from others, they feel threatened by you, or they maintain arm's length and are wary to help you as you navigate your way around. Building trust, connection and engagement with others, be that your team or other colleagues, can sometimes prove challenging, worse yet if you're working remotely. In this episode, I will share with you some strategies for you to consider to enable an easier transition so that you can focus on showing up and performing at your best. The five areas I'll be sharing with you today are what can you do to start building connection with your new team so that you get to know them and them you? How can you create a one team approach, be in alignment and all have the same goals, thereby preventing others feeling threatened by your presence or that they need to compete? And as a new joiner, what makes you believe that others would expect you to know and understand everything fully? Which is often the case, people are resistant to ask questions because they feel that they should know everything, they shouldn't need to ask. But really that's a very irrational thought to have and I'm sure you would agree that actually we're always learning, there's always going to be new things to learn when you start in a new team or a new organisation. The fourth point is what is stopping you from asking for that help? And then finally we consider the intention behind people's behaviour and what they say and putting yourself in their shoes. So head over and hear what I had to say. And if you have any questions, do feel free to direct message me via LinkedIn and I will be happy to answer any questions you have. So today's topic is how to on- onboard and integrate yourself into a new team or an organization. And what do I mean by this? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself in a new team or a new organization at some point in your career? And I'm guessing the answer is going to be yes. And it may be that you're actually there in that situation right now. I have a couple of clients I've been speaking to recently who just started new roles. And so that's what um, prompted me to actually talk about this today on the live. And it might be that when you start a new role, that you find yourself um, sensing a bit of distrust from the people around you because they're not really sure about you. It's a change for them. It's somebody new coming into the team or the business. They might feel a little bit threatened or they may maintain arm's length from you. They might just keep you at a distance because they're not quite sure how to take you. They're not really sure why you're there. Or you might find they're a little bit weary um, and they don't maybe act as or or be as helpful as they could be to help you to navigate your way around the business and the role. Building trust, connection 
and engagement can be challenging to do when you start a new role because there's so much going on in your mind you want to show up as your best self you want to impress people you want to leave a really good impression for people and at the same time you've got all these new people that you've got to get to know remember their names what they do who's responsible for what who you have to go to there's so much to learn and of course all the information about the business itself and about your role so there's a lot to think about so how can you make that process a little bit easier for yourself as I said, building trust, connection, engagement, those are things that you want to be doing off the bat and make it as easy as possible for yourself to do that. And that could be with your team, the, the wider colleagues in the organization, it might be external partners or um, clients that you've got to get to build those relationships with. And this can sometimes prove challenging. And worse yet, if you're working remotely, which many people are still doing today. And so today I'd like to share a few ideas, best practices, strategies that you can implement, that you can take on board when you find yourself in this situation. So it could be you've been moved to a new team, you've uh, started a new role in your organization, or you moved company. And so you've got to get in there, the company as well as the team, as well as all the new people that are there. And I'd like to share this with you so it makes that transition that little bit easier for you so you can focus on performance and showing up as your best self. And there are five broad areas that I'd like to talk about with you. So the first thing to consider is this, what can you do to start building connection with your new team, with your new colleagues, so that you get to know them and they get to know you? And particularly if you're working remotely, what is it that we can do? First of all, I think about, is there a team meeting that's coming up soon or maybe an introductory meeting and where maybe a few people have joined around the same time and they're looking to introduce everyone at that point together. Now, if there is such a situation where there's a team meeting of some kind, then grab the opportunity to reach out to the organizer of that meeting, whether it's your manager or somebody else in the business, and ask for a couple of minutes to introduce yourself. Because it just shows you're taking the initiative to do that, two, three minutes, just to talk a little bit about who you are, where your background, where you've come from, why you've chosen to come to this organization. So that's one way of doing it, is to, to jump into a team meeting, ask permission, of course, if you can have two or three minutes um, or even five if you have a lot to say um, and just share a little brief introduction about yourself because it will help people to warm up towards you a little bit they get to know you as opposed to you're on calls and you suddenly start speaking up sharing something that needs to be done or sharing an idea and people are thinking well who are they who do they think they are I don't know this person so just to start building connection particularly as i said if you're not yet returning to the office so that's the first thing, the team meeting. The second is um, an email. So if there isn't any such meeting coming up at the moment, and particularly if you are working remotely, is send out an, an email to people. Just a very brief couple of very short paragraphs, maybe a little bit about your background and, and what you've done in the past. So people get to understand where you come from, what your strengths, your skills are, and then what you're looking to bring to this role, to this team, to this organization, to show that you want to, to come along, to fit in, and to align with the people that are already established there. So just a couple of paragraphs. 
So if there's no opportunity in, in any kind of a meeting coming up within the first week or so, I would craft that email and send that out. Who do you send it to? Initially, or on what, so initially, most importantly, is your team, if you're working in the team. And also, if you by that point after the first week, you've identified people that you're going to be working with that you want to, um, excuse me, if you want to um, be developing those relationships with people you've identified you're going to be working with in the longer term, add those people to your email. There's no problem with that at all. And again, remember to keep it short. The third thing is to set up your own call and invite people to that call. And depending, again, it all depends on the um, the uh, culture of the organization, the size, the size of your team. There's so many factors to take into account. So these are a few ideas. It's for you to consider them and think, okay, which one's most appropriate in this situation? And so the third one is set up your own call and invite people to that meeting. And again, it could be your own team. So if there's no regular meeting or there's not one for another month because you may have just missed it or something, then show um, initiative and, and set up your own. And it doesn't have to be a long meeting because, you know, people are getting fed up with meetings. Just keep it short, maybe a 15 minute call in the diary um, and just say, you know, you, you'd like to just uh, touch base with everyone, get to know people, just introduce yourselves and, and learn about the people around you as well. So particularly if you are setting up your own meetings, a great opportunity to then ask people to share about themselves. So you get to know, you know, just ask them to share one thing about themselves or or what it is they do here, you know, what, what kind of work they they do. So you know, these are people you can be reaching out to as you start to integrate into the business. Okay, and, and also with all three of these points, whether you're um, asking for a few minutes in a meeting that's already established, if you're setting up your own meeting or if you're sending an email, plan what you're going to say. Plan what you're going to say. Don't get caught off guard. And also, actually, if you don't ask to share in the meeting and you find yourself in a meeting and you're new to the team, the role, the organization, be prepared to know what you're going to say. So have, again, just two minutes, three minutes. Um, to share who you are, where you've come from, why you decided to join this company, you know, what is it about it? Show that you're, you know, you're, you're loyal, you're committed, you're enthusiastic, you want to do well by this company and by the people around you, okay? Because that's what people want to feel. They want to see that, oh, yeah, you know, and, and, you know, be authentic, be genuine about the reasons that you're there and, and you know, what it is about company and any experiences you've already had, you know, if it's a week or two in or from your interview, process so plan what you're going to say think about the what what are you going to say why are you there you know what's your background and um, what skills you bring into the table and talk about how you're looking forward to sharing with them to learning from people to collaborating you want to show that you're a team player that you want to get on with people you want to learn from them by saying that alone by saying that you want to learn from people shows a little bit of vulnerability but it also makes people feel like, oh actually okay they're not coming in here and thinking they know it all but actually they want to to learn and i know you know i've been here for 10 years i've got so much i can share and it might actually draw people to come towards you to want to to help you to uh, you know help you to integrate into the business to understand the business and how things work so be open about wanting to learn as well as wanting to share your experiences and where you've come from okay and talk about collaboration talk about working together and how you can support one another what experience you're bringing in okay so make it in, informal 
informative, but also inviting. So people want to, um, to reach out and to connect with you afterwards. Because what you may find is that people might actually then message you directly afterwards to say, oh, can we have a chat? I'd like to know more. Um, interested to hear about you know, where you've come from, your experiences, um, maybe talk to you about a problem that's in the business that they feel you could bring some value to, or to offer their help, just to help you to settle in a little bit. Okay, so that's number one, is um, building connection with your team and the people that you're going to be working with. The second thing is how can you create um, an aligned kind of one team approach and I don't I'm not focusing here solely on your team that you're working in but think bigger picture to the people that you're working with as well how can you create that one team approach so even if you're reaching out to different parts of the business that you're all on the same page you want to be seen as being in alignment you all have the same goals um, you're preventing uh, the important thing here is actually to um, prevent other people from feeling threatened by you because oftentimes you know there's a bit of change someone new's coming to the organization and you might be thinking oh okay so um, they're after my job or I'm going to lose my job or something because this new person has come in so you want to allay those fears and you want to settle people and make them feel comfortable around you you know you don't want them to feel they have to now compete with you because you're the new person that's come in so you want to build the um, the connection, the relationship, the rapport with people around you. So there's a few things you can do for this. The first one is trust. So build trust with people that you're going to be working with. And there's different ways of doing this. There's um, some ideas which Stephen Covey shares in his book, The Speed of Trust, which I will share with you here. There's 13 points. So you might even want to write these down. The first one is straight talking. So talk straight, be open, be honest when you're chatting to people, be overt. Secondly is demonstrate respect. I think that's, that's fairly straightforward and I'd like to think that you all do that already. Number three is create transparency. And for me, this is a huge one. Be transparent. Don't try to play people or to undermine or um, you know hide things away. So people aren't really sure where you're coming from or why you want to know something like be open and be honest because you're more approachable and people will be more willing and wanting to help and support you to settle in. The next point is right wrongs. So if you do something wrong, if you make a mistake, own up to it, not a problem, particularly if you knew, then it's acceptable. You know, people are okay with that, not a problem. So please right wrongs. Number five, Stephen Covey talks about in his book, The Speed of Trust, is show loyalty. So you want to show loyalty to your team, to people that you're working with, as well as the organization that you've joined. Deliver results. Of course, that goes without saying. You want to be seen to be delivering on your brief, on your uh, responsibilities, on your expectations. Next one is get better. So always be looking for ways to improve. When people see that you're doing that, you're wanting to learn, you're wanting to grow, you want to improve what you do, ask for feedback. If you've been asked to, um, as a task, to submit a report, ask for some feedback and, and see how are things done here. Not to say you have to do it the same, you could bring in new ideas, but you want to get a feel for kind of what is expected and the kind of work, you know, what that looks like. So speak to people and find out so you can get better. 
Number eight is confront reality. So be real about what's going on around you. Don't um, stick your head in the sand or be deluded about anything. Just confront the reality of the situation that you're in, the environment that you're in, and be open to that. The next one is clarify expectations. So be clear. If you if you ask to do something, clarify those expectations of you, for it, whether it's the, the deadline for something, um, how much detail is required, the format that they want the information presented in, that kind of thing. Do they want a first draft? Do they want the final product? You know, who could I speak to about this? Get clear on expectations. And also, if you're managing, you want to ensure that you're being clear to others about the expectations of them. Number 10 is practice accountability. So that's accountability both to yourself and to others around you. Listen first, always important to listen. So, you know, when you're chatting to people, particularly, you know, for the first time, you want to get to know what they're about, what they do. Listen carefully when you're having conversations, when you're on conference calls, listen carefully. Don't sit there thinking about what you're going to say next in response because that will come naturally as a byproduct of you listening intently to that person. You won't need to think so hard. So give that a go. Keep commitments. If you commit to something, you want to be seen to follow through. This is about your integrity. And finally, number 13, according to Stephen Covey, where he talks about um, behaviors which build trust in his book, The Speed of Trust, he talks about extending trust. So you want to, you want people to trust you. You want to extend that trust back to others as well. Okay. So talking about, this is point two here. This is how can you create a one team approach and be in alignment with people in your organization? So the first thing there is trust. And those are 13 behaviors that Stephen Covey talks about in his book, Speed of Trust. You might want to check that out for more information. Um, one of the things that is transparency. For me, that's a huge thing because people sometimes they like to almost play the game and not be completely overt about you know their intentions behind why they're asking you a question or why they want you to do a piece of work. Um, be open, be honest. That's going to build a trust. It's going to show your integrity. People will warm to you a lot more easily. Uh, the third point for me is communicate. You want to be communicating with people. Never, ever assume, which is my fourth point, never assume anything about anyone. If you're not sure, ask. If you're not clear, clarify. Don't assume. And if, if someone asks you to do something and you're not clear, get the expectations from that person. Get them to clarify what it, what it is they mean or what it is they want. And finally, on that point is updates. Keep people updated, keep people in the loop, sh uh, share the progress of how things are going. You know, you might have been given a task to do and it's probably going to take you, let's say, a week to do. Check in midpoint. And also, particularly if you're new, you might want to check and just share. This is what I'm doing so far. This is what it looks like. Any thoughts that you'd like to give me on this? Because you might go off and in your previous company or role, this is how you did things. And actually, it's completely different here. So remember to just check in update, share your thoughts, share your progress and elicit feedback from other people as well. OK, so that's the second point. The third one is. And this is a question for you. if you're a new joiner to a team or a new business organization, what makes you believe that others will expect you to know and understand everything? That may sound like a dumb question, but a lot of people believe that. 
they believe they come into a new role and they cannot ask questions. They have to be seen to know and understand everything. Why? Why is that? Here's the thing. You cannot join a new team, new company, new role, and be expected to not have any questions. Even if it's in the same organization, the same business, they might do things differently. They might have a different approach. So ask questions. And the thing is, the best time to ask the questions is when you are new, when you've just joined, because it's a great reason to do so. And that's not to say that you should be asking questions later on. But if you struggle to ask for help, if you struggle to ask the questions because you worry about what people think, do it as soon as. Because what you don't want to do is to sit there and pretend to know and pretend to understand and then mess up. That's what you don't want to do. So what you can do is ask the question and get clear, get clarity up front. And I say about, you know, why would we think that? But we have all that, and you hear me talk about this a lot, that that, um, that chimp on our shoulder, the inner self-talk that questions us, that challenges us, that puts us down. And that's why oftentimes we think, oh, no, we can't be seen to ask any questions. You know, we've been employed to do this role. We should know everything. That's why they've employed us. That's irrational. It really is. You know, yes, you're bringing your skills, your experience, your expertise. But how do we do things here? What's different? What's the same? What are your expectations of me? You want to get clear on all of those things. No one knows everything. Life is a journey of learning. And a great way to learn is to ask questions. Because we all think we all know a lot based on all that we've done so far. And starting something new is a great opportunity to learn and to grow. And again, you may have heard me say this before, people love to help. So reach out to people and ask for help. Ask, you know, to book a one-to-one call or meeting with people. It doesn't have to be long, just have to take up loads of time um, and just have a conversation with them and find out more about what they do, how their role fits into the business, what are their biggest challenges, how can you help them and how can they help you? It's a two-way, it's a win-win. That's the conversation you want to be having. So remember, you don't have to know or expect to be knowing everything. Number four, what is stopping you from asking for help? And again, very similar to expecting to know everything is sometimes we're scared to ask for help because of fear, fear of different things, fear of judgment, fear of um, people's other, other people's opinions, um, or maybe fear of being seen as a failure because you should come in and know everything. But that's impossible. That's impossible. So you want to reach out and ask for help. And the other fear you might be having, which is preventing you from asking for help, is the fears that you put on yourself, your own self-judgment, wanting to be seen as a perfectionist, that you know everything. There is no such thing. So reach out, build the relationships, build the connections. If you go back to the first couple of points I shared, you want to start by building the connection with people and the trust. Show the initiative, reach out to people. Don't leave people to assume why you're there and to start talking and gossiping. Yes, of course, that's going to happen anyway. 
but be clear be open with people this is why i'm here this is what i've been brought in to do you know i'd love to be able to collaborate with all of you and to work together to the same end goal build that trust and be open you know even if there's a part of the role that's something you've not done before share that and say you know who here knows about this or is an expert in this area let's sit down and have a chat and let's see how we can help each other because there's something you can bring from where you've come from from your background as well as learning from other people it's about collaboration what you don't want to do is is put people's noses out of joint put people's backs up and have people feeling um, threatened by your presence or not really knowing what you're there to do because that's what makes people feel uncomfortable and as i said earlier when i talked about the definition of personal branding one of or the biggest most important thing i believe is the feeling you create for other people when they hear your name mentioned when they work with you when they meet you so you want to start off on a good footing with that by creating a really good experience for other people of you when you've started in this new role so let go of the judgment the fears other people's opinions and simply be open and reach out to people and then the final point is to consider the intention behind other people's behavior. So I mentioned about people feeling threatened by your presence or not really knowing why you've been brought in. You know, it's unsettling, it's it's a change. So unless they people have been communicated to as to why you're there, why you've been brought in, and I'm not saying that's always the case. There are a lot of cases where that communication is really good. But in some cases, particularly now when you're working remotely and it's, it's not as easy to maintain that communication across the business, you might be, well, why have they been brought in there? That sounds like they're doing what I do. Does that mean that they're going to get rid of me? You've got all this stuff going on in your mind as someone who's already established there in the company. So what you want to do is, is you being the new joiner, is to think about putting put yourself in other people's shoes around you. And also consider in the intention behind other people's behavior towards you if they're not feeling comfortable with you they don't understand why you're there or what your remit is or how they're going to be um interacting with you how you fit into the bigger picture it can be it can create a sense of being uncomfortable and that will um, come across in their behavior towards you their response towards you you might feel that they're not overly helpful they keep your arms length they don't respond to you so coming back to my first couple of points it's about um, building that connection with people around you and then creating that alignment that one team approach with the trust the transparency and communicating and not assuming so the point here is for you to take that um, ownership that responsibility and that leadership even for onboarding and integrating yourself into the business amongst the people. Because some companies handle it differently. And it's not about criticizing how things are done, that people do what they think is best. The point is, what can you do to make it or to create the best experience for both yourself and for the people around you when you join in your organization? So with this last point, I said, as I said, um, you want to put yourself in people's shoes and think about how they might be feeling by you coming in. They might feel threatened. They might feel they need to raise their game because now you're there, you've come in, you've got this great experience. So just be aware of that. And how can you manage that in a way to make people feel comfortable around you? 
because you may even find people are really critical of you or they put you down. Now, if that starts to happen, remember this, this is not about you, this is about other people's insecurities. And I'm sure you've experienced this at some point in your life where people will criticize you, put you down, and you're thinking, why would why would you do that? But actually, the intention behind it is not, it's not about being cruel to you. Oftentimes, it's about people's own insecurities. And that's where that behavior is coming from. So again, be mindful to that be aware of that again emotional intelligence coming in here but just be, be aware of, of your environment and the people that you're working with and think about how you can respond accordingly to to turn that into a positive by creating a better connection with people or understanding why they feel that way about you and if for example you have someone if there's a problem and they're and and you're the you're brought in as like the scapegoat or you're the you're the the fault of the problem let's say and you're getting the blame and you know how can you appease people what can you do with that is to uh, first of all you want to agree with them so you want to say you know i i appreciate that you might feel that or not even might i appreciate that you feel i should know this already and i would have feel equally frustrated if i was in your position so you're agreeing with them, you're appeasing them a little bit. However, what can we do in this instance to resolve this problem? How can we work this through together? So to prevent the conflict, agree with them, appease them a little bit, and then look at how you can collaborate together to, to come to an end result to solve that problem. Does that make sense? So again, just to share that. If you're feeling like maybe you're being almost attacked, that's probably a stronger word than I'm, uh, what I mean. But if you feel you're coming up against criticism or um, you're being put down for something and you're not really sure why, be mindful of how you choose to respond to that and to prevent any conflict and also to, to, to um, connect and get people's buy-in agree with them and say, yeah, I, I totally get it. I understand that, you know, by now I should understand this this subject matter or how this is done here in this organization. I equally understand that you will be getting frustrated with me. So let's see how we can get this sorted right now. What is it I need to do, you know, or whatever it is that needs to happen for that problem to be resolved. So those are just a few um, suggestions for you. Again, let me know if this is helpful for you. Um, or if there's someone you know who's just uh, early on in their first role, um, they're just starting a new job, they've moved into a new organization. These are things that could be helpful because if you can nail this aspect, which is a, the people element, it's perhaps the biggest part that actually can settle you down so you can then really focus on your performance, your delivery, and of understanding the business and not having to start thinking about all these people that you need to impress and, and, and get to know and connect with and what are they saying behind my back and, and all of that negative stuff. So to, to recap on the five points, um, in answer to how you can onboard and integrate yourself into a new role, be it in the same or a different organization. So the first thing is building connection by taking the initiative to um, introduce yourself. So you can do that in one of three ways. Um, there might be other ideas that the ones I'm thinking of are if there's a team meeting coming up early on when you've just joined is to ask for you know a few minutes, three minutes, five minutes, to just introduce yourself and share a little bit about your 
background, where you've come from, why you've joined this organization, what is it about this company that excites you, and kind of what you're looking to help the business achieve. So you can show that you're already part of it and your loyalty to the business. Um, so you can do it in a meeting, in an email, or you can take the initiative to set up your own call. And again, it depends on the, the company, the context, you know, your position there. But there's no harm in setting up a call and in inviting people to that to just connect with them. It could be a 10, 15 minute call. It could be over lunch, depending if you're in the office or you're remote. So that's the first thing. The second thing is building that one team approach. So the collaboration and being in alignment, having the same goals as everyone. So by um, getting people's trust. So I talked about um, Stephen Covey's book, The, the, Speed, of, uh, the Speed of Trust, and the 13 points that he shares about building trust with people. And the big thing for me is transparency. So you want to be transparent with people. And also remember to communicate, never assume, and share updates. As part of your communication, always update people on progress. The third point is what makes you believe that others will expect you to understand and know everything fully when you've just joined and you just something new. That's not the case. So be open to asking. This is your opportunity to learn. The easiest time to do that is at the start when you've just um, new into a role. So take that opportunity to ask for help, ask questions, because people do like to share. People want to show you how much they know. You know, I've been here for 10 years and I know all of this. Let me sit down and help you with that. People like to do that. So grab the opportunity early on. What is stopping you from asking for help? If, if you're finding that really hard, really stop and ask yourself, what is it that's stopping you? Because oftentimes it's the fear of what people are going to think, what they're going to say, or maybe your, your own self-criticism about, well, you should know everything. No. That is so not the case. How can anyone possibly know how everything is done, how everything operates when they've just come into a new company or a new team? There's always going to be something new to learn. And then number five is consider the intention behind people's behavior. If you're getting a bit of conflict, if you're getting people, um, you know, criticizing you or not really connecting with you or you can sense they're feeling threatened, what can you do to appease that? How can you help the situation? rather than coming away and getting frustrated and thinking, oh, no one likes me in the team or no one wants to help me. What can you do differently to help your situation? Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes. You can find the link as well as any other resources mentioned in the show notes. I'll see you next time.